Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, and some people may know me as Coach Jen on the gram. Well, today I have a very special friend, athlete, coach, just a phenomenal human being that I met in 2021. His name is Marco Armador, and I met him in, of course, Costa Rica, and it was in June of 2021. It was our friend uh, Isaac that put together a, a yoga training or a yoga weekend, and it was absolutely ma- magical. And I met Marco and so many other human beings down in Costa Rica that I thought to myself, how can I be more involved with these these people down here? And um, Marco, welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, flattered to be here. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's been just two years uh, right. and so many changes in two years, right? So now you're living so in So many Costa changes. Rica. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I know so many. And I thought I was going to be in San Jose this week, uh, but, you know, had to deal with some car issues. So that's okay. But Marco, can you tell everybody about who you are as an athlete, a coach, a human being? Because you are pretty incredible. Thank you. So, um, yeah, well, I'm a physical therapist. That's what I what I studied in college. So I studied physical therapy. But I also like got really involved into yoga. So I studied yoga deeply for several years, traveled to India uh, four times, studied there with, you know, like with great yoga teachers and then also with American teachers. And so I really, really was into yoga. And then uh, I started to race triathlons like at my 20s. So, you know, like, there was a point where I was doing them so many stuff, you know, physical therapy, yoga, and uh, triathletes and stuff that I had no time. So I ended up, you know, uh, you know, creating this system, like training system, which is called ZenFit, where I mix functional training, yoga, animal flow, calisthenics, in short programs, 40, 40 minutes programs. So when I created this, it worked out so well for me that I started to share it with my clients and eventually I created my own studio and I had it for 10 years and uh, I'm still, I'm still, you know, coaching athletes, amateur and pro, you know, under this system, but, but online now because, you know, pandemics. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I, everybody's said to me, they're like, you're, are you online? I'm like, I've been online since 2013 y'all. Like, I figured it out way before 2020. And and so when I see people transition like yourself from in-person to online, it's it's very powerful because I know how how much you can grow living in Costa Rica and working with athletes all around the world. It's beautiful. Yeah. I remember when Isaac told me about you and I was like very like 
oh my God, this guy's sort of like a badass. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I grew up in the Caribbean coast, Costa Rica, and uh, there was not like a, you know, like a big, obviously at that time, uh, like a big triathlon scene. Actually, there was none. Uh, so what I did when I was a kid was running and swimming a little bit because I, I had some very, you know, like difficult respiratory issues when I was a kid. I spent a lot of time in the hospital, actually, because, you know, I was born uh, seven months old. I mean, like, you know, like, not, not at 10. You were premature. So, premature, yeah. So I was <gasps> born premature, seven months. Wow. And uh, so because of that, I had, like, really bad, you know, respiratory issues. And the doctors told me that I was not going to be, you know, like, the, the healthy kid and, you know, the sporty one. And I wasn't actually, I was super ill all the time. I ran 100 meters and I was like, I was, you know, not breathing well anymore. So when I was nine, my parents, uh, they decided uh, to put me into swimming lessons so I can, you know, you know, increase my respiratory capacity. And I started to swim, but I'm super competitive. So I started to race as well. <laughs> and what happened, because being, you know, like a weak kid, I was I started to race and I started to lose every single race, every single race I was losing and losing, but not I mean not like you know like fourth I was the last one, and because of that I decided you know like I have to do something else so I, have, I I'm going to run as well so I swam in the morning when I was, when I was a kid like ten years old and then yeah. during the afternoons I went running and I started to do that for a while. And then when I was 12, I won like a national championship, but it took me three years. I, it took me three years, you know, losing, 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 losing every single race. And then uh, at 12, I had like my gold medal. So that, at that early age, I discovered that no matter what people tell you, you know, like there's always an opportunity. There's always, always a chance if you're focused. And since that time on, I kept, you know, like, exercising and swimming and running and biking but because I liked it not because you know I was I was not I was not racing anything until college when I got to college then uh I I was mountain biking every you know like every weekend and uh I was running as well I was swimming started to surf a little bit so once uh, I had these two friends that told me you know like what you're doing what you're training it's basically triathlon. You should try one. And I was like, man, that's, I mean, I think that's not, <laughs> that's not for, you know, like super athletes and, you know, like, right. so that's not for me. I, I just do it for fun. I, I did like really long rides and stuff, but I just did it for fun. And then, uh, and then they, they told me, you know, like, like, you like doing mountain biking. That's what you do it because I was not doing road bike. And there's a triathlon called Xterra. That was like 2002, I think. Okay. And so they told me, you know, there's, there's a thing called Xterra. And they're beginning this year in Costa Rica. So you should try it out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go have fun. You know, like swim there in the ocean, enjoy. And, you know, bikes. And because I love biking, I love running. So, yeah, I will do it. And I did my first Xterra. And, uh, and I saw these athletes, you know, with their, 
with the wetsuits and stuff. And I, I would just wear, you know, like regular, you know, like uh, surfing trunks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was not, re- I mean, like not ready for, for like, uh, for performance. But I did it. I did it with all I got because I was used to, you know, like keeping it all because of my swimming background when I was a kid. So I did it. And uh, I ended up like third in my age group. So I was like, whoa, whoa, I like this. <laughs> I like, you know, like maybe, maybe, maybe this is for me. So, so I continued uh, doing uh, exterior triathlon for a while, a couple of years. Uh, the thing is that then, you know, I got married and I have like three kids, like super, you know, like uh, one after the other. Yeah. And then I had to stop like for two years. Sure. And, uh, and then I came back, uh, but now, you know, like with this technique, combining yoga, functional training, all the stuff, I was doing that. And when I came back, I did pretty well. And from that there on, you know, I, could, I can kind of discover the, the magic formula for me and uh, kept doing triathlons. I, I did two world championships, uh, Pan American championships. And, and also I combined that with mountain biking. So okay. I, I mountain biked a lot at that time, did uh, several races in Costa Rica, but also uh, South Africa, Cape Epic, ah. Mongolia Bike Challenge. And th- there was a point, there was a moment where I was racing a lot and, and then I kind of just, you know, like without asking for it, started to get uh, sponsors. So it was like very, very organic, you know, like everything was organic. I was training by myself. I had no coach. I was my own coach. I was, you know, doing yoga, functional training. I was combining, combining, combining stuff and it kind of worked out. And so I was sponsored athlete for, for about nine years. Yeah. That's amazing. So I have to ask, are you going to come out of retirement for the Las Catalinas uh, Xterra? Come, did you see that? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, actually, uh, Las Catalinas race, uh, they've been doing that one for perhaps, I don't know, six years or something like that. Okay. And, and now it's, uh, Xterra branded. Xterra. So now, yeah, it's years Xterra. I, I did that one like four times. Uh, okay. And, uh, I did well when I did it because, uh, it's, it's my kind of terrain. It's pretty technical, you know, the. Is it? Okay. Yeah, the mountain bike is technical. The running is super technical. Okay. And it's a nice one. Yeah. I, I remember doing that one and, and enjoying it so much. Las Catalinas. Yeah. I actually uh, uh, won my age group every, every single time. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. So maybe, you know, y'all, if, uh, if you're interested in some, uh, an Xterra triathlon in Costa Rica, there's uh, Las Catalinas. You heard it here. Um, it was just, I saw that yesterday. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Cause I'm interviewing Marco today. So I was like, oh, maybe he's going to come out of retirement. But anyways, nah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know. I retired three years ago and right? I, I really enjoyed retirement. <laughs> I, oh my God. You and me both people ask me, they're like, are you going to do it? I'm like, no, why would I do it? No, that's just like, I'm, I'm in loving the fitness and the flow and the surfing and oh my gosh. Anyways. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about your Zen fit and like, can you share a little bit? Cause I don't want you to give away all your, your secrets. Right. But can you give a little bit about like 
what it consists of. Is it strength training? Is it yoga? Is it, I know what you're talking about. Can you t- maybe explain to people about animal flow? Because I, I know what you're talking about. So as I tell you, I was really, really involved in yoga. And, uh, and there was a, a moment in life that where I co-owned a yoga studio. So I co-owned a yoga studio for seven years. Okay. But while I was doing that, I was also starting to, you know, to compete, uh, you know, to race triathlons and mountain bike. And so I had to share my time between yoga and, you know, performance training. And I had very, you know, I, I didn't have too much time. So, so what I did, it was, I started to combine exercises that I took from calisthenics, functional training, and then also uh, CrossFit, which was really new at the time in Costa Rica. Yep. I started mm-hmm. to get, you know, some of the best exercises and the ones that were, you know, like not so smart to do for me, you know, in terms of performance or injury, you know, wise. That is, so I took away all the most, you know, like more probable to cause injury exercises and just got the best of the best because I had no much, not, not much time. So I, I needed, you know, to train it 40 minutes and, you know, like for, for a competition, 40 minutes is obviously not enough. However, if you take the best of the best exercises and you try to combine not only the exercises, but also all, you know, the fitness, most important, like pillars or components, which are strength, power, cardio, mobility, flexibility, coordination, and agility. So I, what I did is I, I just thought about all those, all those, you know, like pillars. And then I created my own program where I, you know, like I did the whole, the whole spectrum of fitness in one single workout, combining these exercises. And then while I was doing that, uh, I opened, I opened a, a studio, a Sanfit studio. And when I opened that studio and I recruit some, some coaches, one of those coaches, he was certified in animal flow in, in the U.S. So he started to, to teach me about animal flow. And I was like, you know, like thrilled about all the beautiful and, com- you know, like super, you know, complex movements. And then I just like really got involved in, in animal flow and started to practice it and, and then eventually even teach it. And it's a very ancient, you know, like it's, it's because animal flow right now, right now is like kind of like, like blooming. However, all the animal movements is nothing new. All the animal movements as a way to train, you know, like the, yeah, the, the in Capoeira, they have used it for several, oh, yeah. several oh, that's right. years. Uh, even, even the, the samurais, right? So, so they use a lot of animal movement to, to train, to fight. And, uh, so it's, so it's very, I think it's very like unique, but at the same time, like very organic, it's this moving organically, like, like flowing in the movement. So I just loved it. And then I, and then I, I started to use animal movements as well in my, in my program and, uh, and it worked. So, so yeah, it works. Not only for strengthening, but also for preventive injuries, because your your 
joints are so, you know, mobile and unlubricated that, you know, like you, it's, it's just smart. It's just smart. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, instead of you know, like doing like really rigid movements with a machine, so you move more like organically. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching a video that you posted on your stories or something and you were doing your single-legged uh, pistols or you were doing something and you made it look so easy and I can do pistols on one side, but not on the other. And, and I'm like, ah, maybe I should sign up for his Facebook group because I need that flexibility in my hip for the pop-up on my surfboard now, you know, yeah. like I, that's what I need. Cause I noticed like I was getting pictures of my surfboard and my pop-up and I tend to use like stand up like a, like a stiff, like a deadlift, but I'm like, no, I got to get into my squats, you know? And so that's something I really need to work on. And, and it's great because that's what I love about you is that it's functional. You don't have to lift heavy, heavy shit, right? It's functional. You could do it at home on your patio. And that's what I love about the Zen Fit. Exactly. The, the idea is to, you know, like we, we want to build, you know, muscle mass because muscle mass in terms of longevity is, you know, like everything. <laughs> so... So we want to build muscle mass, but you know, you're not going to lift a car outside, you know, like, so you, you don't need to, you, you don't need to lift like things like extremely heavy to get that muscle mass because, you know, like doing that is you, you are more prone to injuries, but you are also, you know, like ego lifting. So it's more like an ego thing. 100%. And you know that like, like if you, if you do the right training, with the right amount of, of weight and with the right alignment, you're gonna get as much or even better results as lifting like super, you know, like big loads of heavy of, of heavy weights. And uh, it's not necessary. So what I do is I try I try to create my 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 programs or my training programs like intelligently in a way that you get uh, lean, you get muscle mass, you get mobility, you get agility, because all that's super important for longevity. And right now my focus, you know, my whole focus and my whole in my life, but also in my programs is longevity. So longevity, longevity has to do a lot with muscle mass, mobility, and, and some other things, you know, like really, you know, like, like healthy relationships, uh, healthy eating, and uh, some other stuff, but, but, you know, I'm super focused now on longevity. Obviously, as I grow older, yeah, it makes sense also. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, and I, and I tell people this all the time that I feel that strength training is the fountain of youth because once we start losing muscle mass, we're not going to be able to function as, as we get older. And yeah. I talk about this all the time. I have people talk about this, uh, the importance of strength. And for your movement, it's like you said, it's not about maxing out on your squat or your deadlift or your push press. It's about trying to, you know, pick your grandchildren off the ground or whatever that might be, you know, eventually when your your babies have babies, but your babies are still babies. So if, if we got time, you know, but it's, 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 it's the longevity. I think that's genius yeah. on your part. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and all, all the recent studies, all the recent studies about longevity, they, you know, they, they have this, 
common factor, which is muscle mass. So, yep. so muscle mass is much more important than just having like a, like a nice body. Muscle mass yes. is important not only for the strength of your, of your whole body, but also they have discovered that muscle mass has also to do with your endocrine system. So muscle is also involved with endocrine function. So, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's very important not only for men, but also for women, women to do strength yes. training. And especially after 40s, because after 40s, yes. you know, actually after 30s, we start to lose muscle. But especially after 40s, we start to lose muscle mass like in a, like in a higher rate. Yeah, after 60, we really start losing that muscle mass. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and women after menopause, even faster. So, so you, we, we all need, not only men, we all need, women as well, to you know, focus on strength training after the 40s. And, and if you focus on strength training, you, don't, you do not only can reduce how you diminish muscle mass, but you can gain muscle mass. And... And that's super, that's super important for, for, for aging and to have like a better quality of life, life quality when you, when you are at your 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. 100%. And that's something, you know, it's a podcast that I talked about, my aha moment of being done with Ironmans because here I was, I was already perimenopausal and I knew that I'm like, I don't need to do swim, bike, run, repeat. I've done, I've done it all. And so I just wanted to focus on the strength and I feel better. I'm happier. Like I'm finding fitness through active movement, going surfing, yeah. riding the beach cruiser, going for a walk, doing strength training on my patio. It's exactly. great. You know, taking 15 minutes of stretching my back and then practicing 20 pop-ups, you know, like on my yeah. yoga mat. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's living versus trying to perform. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's kind of like natural for us, I think, because we already did it. We already, we already raised, we already performed. So now, you know, like I, 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 if I, if I add all the years, uh, that I raised tri uh, triathlons, off-road running and, uh, mountain biking. So I raced for 19 years, basically nonstop. And, uh, so. I'm not saying it's not good. I mean, I, I loved the process. I loved it so much. I was super into it, of course. But now I'm super happy that I'm doing different things that I'm as, as you, you know, like surfing, hiking, yoga, functional training, animal flow, whatever. Because, you know, because I feel more like I, right now, even though I used to train a lot, right now I train a lot less. But I'm more connected with my body, with my mind. Yes. And, and you know, like, it just feels good. It feels I good. Agree. And I feel younger than before. Yes. <laughs> yep. Because now my mobility is better. I have more mobility. I have more strength. And, you know, my kids, uh, they're not, like, really babies anymore. I mean, my kids, I have three kids. And, and my baby is going to be in high school next year. You know, <laughs> Oh my goodness. You brought up mindset. So can you maybe share one or two thoughts about mindset and how it, how your athletic mindset can apply to an everyday healthy human? Yeah, totally. I mean, 
And and I discussed, actually, I discussed this with my kids because they are athletes as well. <laughs> These kids, I mean, uh, the yeah, the, the oldest and the youngest, they play soccer competitively. And, uh, and the second, uh, he serves. And I talk about that a lot with my kids because, you know, the... The mind goes first, you know, so, so you, the first thing you have to train is your mind and then the body will follow because if you do not train your mind, if you don't, if you don't train, you know, how to, how to overcome, how to do whatever you have to do and, and not wait to be, you know, like I tell them always, you know, do not wait to be uh, in the mood for training because sometimes and a lot of times you're not in the mood. Oh, so, amen. <laughs> but but you need but you need is focus. You need focus and and also you need to not wait until you feel like uh, you feel like it. You know, like right. You just you just do it, and and that's something that I learned and I applied to myself when I was a kid, uh, trying mm-hmm. to you know trying to swim and trying to at least not finish last during the races right and at that you know i i kept that with me and then that you know it was very useful when i was doing triathlons and afterwards afterwards during my life you know because uh, there have been many things that you know like sometimes they bring you down and and mm-hmm. and you you have all the you know your all all the all the the space and the possibility and you know, to feel bad and to, and to feel, you know, like, you know, even devastated, but right. then, you know, like you stand up again, take out, you know, you, 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 you just, you know, do this to you and, and just, you know, like connect again with that inner power, that inner strength. Yeah. And you say again, okay, so I'm here again, I'm doing it again. Like this, you know, like this Chinese proverb that fall seven times, get up eight Right. Um, so I think that applies a lot to uh, performance uh, training, but also to life, and mm-hmm. and the, and that mindset for me that's the most important asset of any athlete. Athlete, the most important. You could be fast. You could be. You can have endurance. You can whatever. But if you do not have that mindset, you're done. Because perhaps you're gonna do good. One year, but but that, you know, like it's not the same to be a good athlete one year than to be a good athlete twenty years. That's amazing, and I'm glad you're teaching the kids at such a young age because I think that's so crucial, especially at that age of going in through going into high school. And oh, I can't I can't imagine kids uh, right now. And and I mean, my niece is 15, so I see it. Right, I see it. Where can my followers find you? Well, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, a group in Facebook, which is a private group where I teach. Uh, actually, what I do in that group, actually what I do is I, I, I share my own personal, program, my personal training program. Okay. So I share, I train in front of the camera and I share my 40 minutes program. Uh, it's, a, it's a private Facebook group called Zenfit Works. And uh, so that they can find me there, but they can also find me on Instagram. And it's uh, Marco, my name, and other underscore Zambit. 
Zenfit. Yeah. And I'll put all that information in the show notes because I would love for people to jump on the Facebook crew. Let me ask you, is it anybody, men, women, age, does it matter? Yes. It's, it's for everyone because, uh, Perfect. yeah, because what we do is like we train for life, you know, like, so we want, as we were talking, we want, you know, like if you want to go surfing one day, so you, you know, like you have some cap- capabilities, some abilities, so then you can try out if you have never. But if you want to play soccer, then you can perhaps play soccer with your with your nephews or with your sons. Yes. Uh, that, then someone tells you, you know, like let, let's do a three hours hike, and you can do it. Someone tells you, you know, like let's do a like like a an hour and a half yoga class, you can do it. You know, so it's like basically it's a program for for life. It's for everything. So we, as as I told you, we work out. Mobility, flexibility, strength, power, agility, to keep your body, no, doesn't matter your age, to keep your body uh, young, basically. Young, yeah. Let me, okay, and I will put all of that information in the show notes. Make sure you jump on the Facebook group or reach out to Marco on Instagram. But of course, I have one final question for you. Yeah. Obviously, you have transitioned into many different Uh, butterflies or moths, whatever you want to say. I think all of us have. And so my question to you is how followers that are on their new path or their new journey to becoming a better version of themselves and transitioning into that better version, what piece of advice would you give them for them transforming into their own beautiful butterfly? Wow. That's that's a that's a good one, a difficult one, but a beautiful one. Right. And that is believe in yourself. Believe in your power. Believe in your power because because we all humans we have lost our connection with our power. And we we as individuals are so powerful and as a whole, we are so powerful. So believe in your power, believe in yourself and Imagine yourself already doing what you want to do. You know, for example, if you want to be, if you want to be a, an, an Ironman champion and you, and you just began to, you know, to your, your a triathlon, uh, say, journey, you'll visualize yourself from day one as a champion doing the race, how it smells, how it feels, all the people around, you know, like visualize, imagining yourself and believing in your power because you will do it. Because the, the only thing between you and your goals is you, is yourself, is your mind. There's nothing outside that can stop you. It's just you. If you believe you can do it, you can do it. I love it. I love it. I think we have to end on that because Marco, that was beautiful. I got, I got goosies as what we say in the States. So Marco, thank you so much for joining us on the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. And if y'all are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, you know what to do. You know that you need to comment. You need to share. You need to like. You need to rate us because that's only going to help us in the ratings to get out there to help others uh, spread their wings and fly and start believing in themselves. So, Marco, I always say the uh, my ending is a combination of the, the Costa Rica lifestyle and my Texas lifestyle. So right. what I say is I say, Pura Vida. 
y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Buena vida, y'all. Pretty vida, y'all. Chao.